You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast, your podcast for all things Lord of the Rings strategy battle game. I'm your host, Matt, and I have here with me, Kylie. Hey. And Jeremy. Hello. And today we'll be doing another Mustering an Army, and we have for you today Thranduil's Hall. Thranduil's Halls. The defense of Mirkwood rests upon the shoulders of the Elven King and his chosen warriors, elite Elven fighters who stand ready with blade and bow. And spear. Battle and of Five Armies. And glaive. Source book. Glaive. Glaive, glaive, glaive. Don't forget that word. So we are going to be doing 750 points of Thranduil's Hall, which is, of course, from the uh, Battle of Five Armies. I remember when I was like a little bit younger going to like glaive parties all the time and doing some <laughs> dancing and having glow sticks and all that sort of stuff. It was really amazing stuff, spinning them around. Glaives. Just get ready for the glaives, everybody. So many glaives. Well, since we're all on about the glaives, I'm going to start with the one list that doesn't have glaives, which oh, is mine. Glaives? Blasphemy. Okay. Thranduil's Hall's 750, isn't it? Yeah. 750 points. Perfect. So, to lead my Thranduil's Halls list, I have Thranduil, King of Mirkwood, with armor and bow. So, that's the not choppy, crazy, look at me, I have two stores and a billion attacks. So, that's the one wearing the, is it the one wearing the coat or the one that has taken off his coat and is in the a... The yoga pose. Martial, it's not yoga. There's a yoga pose in there. It's a martial arts pose. No, it's definitely yoga. Okay, the, the, the martial arts pose Isn't it where he's wearing the, the crown it? thingy. Mm. Isn't that of, the one? of stupid opinions. Okay, so this is the one that it's basically very similar to the original profile, isn't it? Yes, yep. is the original profile. It's except identical, except you can uh, choose not to take the armor and bow. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think there are options yeah. now. Did you take the armor and the bow? Yes. Why wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> you want to use the pajama model. Even my pajama model has armor and bow. Okay, go on. Next anyway, model. anyway, where was I? Oh yes. The five palace guard with spear and shield who are following him in this warband, along with another three palace guard with just spear and one palace guard with banner, spear and shield. In warband number dos, we have Legolas, Prince of Mirkwood, mounted on a horse. Now, this is the crazy look at me, I'm fight seven and three attacks. Legolas. Beat stick Legolas. Yeah. And I also have Orcarus because reasons. He has with him five ranges of Mirkwood and three palace guard with shield. So nice little utility warband there. And then to round things off, we have Tariel leading 11 Mirkwood Rangers. Okay, okay. So you've got a few different little things in there. You've got the Thranduil Palace Guard warband. You've got the Tariel Support Bows warband. And you've got the Legolas Mixer Both warband. Pretty much. Okay, okay. So what's your thinking with Legolas? How exactly are you going to use him? The same way as I've always used his fist. He wins the game. Legolas just straight up wins. You put him yeah. down and, and you say, oh, well, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed not playing any turns. Would you, would you like to forfeit now? You put that Legolas <laughs> on Horse of Orchrist in your list and you're betting heavy on Legolas on Horse of Orchrist in your no, list. In all, ser- in all seriousness, what the list does is Thranduil and Legolas, you spread out, you deploy in a long line along the board. And it doesn't really matter where your army's deployed because you deploy as far back as you can go and then you, you move... To counteract how your opponent's moving. And then you engage them when they're on unfavorable terms for them. Or favorable terms for you. All the while, Legolas is taking pot shots at, you know, key targets like banners, enemy ringwraiths, spellcasters like shamans. 
Yeah, I think just being for this list, one. I would the way I would run it would be probably just a couple less Palace Garden, a couple more Merkwood Rangers, but it's pretty much to taste at that point. They're about the same cost each, so it's yeah. it's in a it's very reliant on the shooting. If they get into combat against that army quickly, you're probably in a little bit of yeah, trouble because you don't have a lot of staying power. It's sixteen Rangers to um, twelve Palace Guard, so you probably could have a couple more Rangers in there, but. I actually really like the Palace Guard. I think they're really damn reliable. And when you have all three of your heroes already carrying bows in the army, you've got 19 shots, 21 if you include Legolas's three shots. So that's enough firepower as it is to outshoot 90% of the armies in the game, considering that all your archers have elven cloaks. I think you just made up that stat, 90% of the armies in the game. Of course I did, but that's my impression of the... Okay, of so 90% of the army well, game proven. Well, 73% of all stats are made up on the spot, so... Absolutely. It's a solid list. I like that list. It works well. We've seen you use that sort of list before, Jeremy. Yeah, I took it. We did a team tournament, the three of us, uh, up in Sydney at one point, and I had a list I had the elves to take, and I took a similar list. It was it was not... The legless wasn't out at that point on the horse, so it was legless on foot. At that point, I think it was less points as well. It was less points. It was about six, yeah. six it fifty was something. Five. It was no. It was. I was that weird points. Yeah, value, wasn't it, it was six, seven, eight. Six, yes. seven, eight. Yeah. That yep. was it. So a little bit less. I took more Merkwood Rangers and a little bit less Palace Guard. I think I only had about seven Palace Guard in there, and I was amazed at how effective this list was because very few things even got into combat with me. And when yeah. they did, they hit a wall of Palace Guard with Merkwood Rangers in front. And you just can't get through that. And then Tharendul would just knock everyone over on the first turn as a bit of a defense. And it was just a really tough army. I'll be honest. When I saw Jeremy play this list up in Sydney, I actually went out when we got back and bought one myself. That doesn't surprise me at all. To this day, I have yet to lose a game with this list. Mm, nasty. Well, this this sort of theme of list. Different yeah, the style of list. It's, yeah, it's the a real powerful list. This whole list is quite powerful. It's a good list. Anyway, enough gloating about Jeremy's awesome list. Matt, why don't you tell us what... <sighs> Glaive intensive. Oh, the glaives. So many glaives. Oh, the glaives. Okay, okay. let us know. Go. All right, all right. It's a really, really dead simple list. We have a Mirkwood Elf Captain who automatically comes with a glaive. We hope it's not written in their war gear, but they have the special rule there, so you would hope he has a glaive. He's also modded with a glaive. Also one of my favorite models in the game. He has with him 12, or her, 12 Mirkwood Elves with glaive. In the next warband, we have another Mirkwood Elf Captain with six Mirkwood Elves with Glaive. And also five Mirkwood Elves who were not good enough to be given Glaives, so they got bows instead, Elf Bows. We have two more warbands identical to that second warband. So that is a Mirkwood Elf Captain, six Mirkwood Elves with Glaive, and five Mirkwood Elves with Elf Bow. So all up, that is 49 models, 15 bows... 34 glaives. 49 models in a 750 elf army is... That's, to me, is that, just, is that just me or is that pretty decent size? That's scary. That's I would have called big. it disgusting before I wrote it down, but now I'm going to call it brilliant and I'm going to no, take no, no, it one no. day. No, no, Disgusting is an Australian term that we use a lot. Yes, disgusting is an adequate term to describe your list. Absolutely. So it's got no banner at the moment. That's no. a, a, a weakness. You've got a huge amount of attacks with those the glaives because the, the flexibility is... What do the glaives do? They spear support? Okay. They can be a spear support yep. or an elven blade. Ooh. So that can be two-handed and is it, you get is that five value bonus. Do you count as an elven blade and a spear at the same time? No, you must do one or the other. Okay. And you can also shield. Wow. So it's Merkwood elf spears on steroids. Yeah, so you've got the ability to, to up to the, the magic two attacks. You've got the ability to, to go two-handed. 
Is it a piercing weapon? It looks like a piercing weapon to me. Uh, I would say it's a blade, so it blade, use so, painting. So two hands. It's, it's an elven blade, so. Oh, blade. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. that makes sense. Elven blade. But that's still pretty decent to have an elven blade. And and no matter where you attack this army, you can always get a spear support in. And the nice thing about an army like this is you don't really have to think about positioning on a, a very small level that much. You think of it as a big global level. There's and when no they charge micro in, management Yeah, you, you want to spread out because you don't have the banners. You want to use your fight value and you want to be opportunistic. And you can be a really skirmishy elf force. You've got the light pajamas going. You've got a now, really nice looking You don't models. have a great leader, to be sure, but... Four elf captains. Who was the leader again? I forgot. Just a Mirkwood elf captain. So you've got three, four. Four of them. Four of them. All the same. Yep. So that's a good thing in its redundancy as well, where you don't have to worry too much about them. If one's a leader, they can basically stand at the back and do the, the heroic moves and things and not worry about it. Or the others can do exactly the same thing. Or work. you can charge all four into one thing and shield four. Yeah, just shielding with them with attacks. an album How scary is all four of them to something you're trying to kill it? Oh, I know, because yeah. you could go... One of them strikes go, up. One of them strikes them. up. Two of them go two-handed... And you put spears behind them all. Yep. That's that's a pretty scary thought. That's that's what, twelve attacks? What do they fight six base? The captains are fight six. So that's that's good already if you don't have even if you don't strike up and if you strike up And you, the Elven Blade effect as well. Yeah, that's huge. That's a scary list. It's a lot of models though, and they're all the they're currently available models, but they're all the resin models, so you're gonna have to put a fair bit of investment into this map. Nice. But I'm looking forward to it for it's next episode cheap. playing against it's it. It's not cheap, but I think I'm gonna commit myself to this. I really want to run this army. Maybe we do it as a team, like we do half of it each to start with and see how it goes and see oh, if it's actually... that's very kind of you. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got probably half of the, the models to do this. Cool. Sitting out ready to go, but it's a bit, it is a lot of elves. Yes, definitely. It's a lot of glaives. How many glaives are in there? There were army? 34 glaives. I actually managed to talk, talk him out of 15. I was wow. going to just have all glaives, but Kylie convinced me to run 15 bows. So the risk of the army, I guess, is is its strength as well, where it, it could be a little bit boring because of the, all the redundancy and the play is pretty much the same. So long-term, you might not get a lot of joy out of it because there's probably a I can see one big glaring problem. Mordachal Chieftain. Or any monster of Fight 7 Elk. I still think... That I think we, go we, in, strike up, Elven Blade effect, multiple captains. Yeah. I, I don't, still don't think I'm that I still think that it. your opposing army is not going to... It's still going to have some other support... Oh, along yeah. with the troll yeah. to be able to peel off it. You're going to stop all four captains? And you've still got, what was it, 15 elf bows? Still, you only need one. 15 elf bows whittling, whittling yeah, stuff down before I yeah, get Yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty scary on its own. I, 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 you, you're right. The mortar troll chieftain, if it gets even into combat a dragon. unharmed, could be nasty. A dragon could be nasty. Yeah. But I, I feel that they'll kill a lot of guys and then just there's so many extra elves there that they'll eventually run into trouble if they're not supported adequately by their, their fellows. I think... Something like um, like a crossbow heavy or a Kai army could oh, be crossbows, nasty. Crossbows, I completely forgot about them. So I, I would, for this army, the yeah. one I wouldn't want to face is the heavy Isengard. Strength four, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be, I think, for me, the, the biggest scary prospect. Or yeah, even well, Corsairs. Sure. Corsairs would have a good mm. crackhead as well because they've got the fight five troops with two attacks who can match the attacks that you're dishing out. Yeah. And the crossbows as well. You are oh. still shielding with the Elven Blade effect, but... You're right. Yeah. There's no banner. There's no banner, so that that's always a bit tricky. You could drop what is it? Three guys for a banner. I mean, that's an option. And it might be one of those armies where something like just the plain goblin horde is able to make make inroads into it. Um, backed I up by a shade, this, maybe or something. I think actually that the army Matt's got is a counter to the I think plain it's a goblin. Perfect horde. counter to a goblin horde. Because you go into that yeah. horseshoe formation or yeah. that circle, you just don't let them. And get you the just fight off the goblins yeah. one on one. 
Yeah, look, I guess it's dependent on the board, the scenario, the space of that. But it looks it looks pretty it decent. It is. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is. true. But I think it's it's one that you could learn some really solid infantry based tactics with because yeah. and, there's and not a lot have, of you just have the purity of those captains with the might points yeah. and you've got to make use of those might points in very simple ways with just heroic actions. Mm. And I think you'll find that the army won't rely on the captains that much. They'll take out the big things, but I think most of the troops will do the work for you with all yep. those options. And you could, like on the flanks, you could be end up throwing four or five attacks in there and just munch up the flanks while the others are shielding. You have the right tool for the job in yeah, every place. Yeah, it's... it's yep. That's a nasty-looking list. Uh, the reason that I, I saw the Glaive uh, rules when, when this book first came out, and I just thought... This is exactly what I need because I have struggled in the past with getting my correct models in the right places within a shield wall. That's probably my biggest weakness, I would say, in my gameplay. And Kylie's tried to teach me this and probably yeah. struggled trying to teach me this. Still one, struggling. One yeah. of the tactics to, to deal with the shield wall, essentially, is to flip it around and attack the back of it. And this one, you can't do that it because matter. it's... Yeah. it's but, it can, but like you could go for a circle formation, which you couldn't do with a lot of things. Have your archers on the inside, have the glaives, a wall, have a mobile like ring army. And there's some powerful stuff you can do. And to, to beat it, you're probably going to have to go in combat with it. But it's gonna you're going to cop some serious damage, at mm-hmm. least for the first couple of turns. I would say now it's, that it's I... the epitome of a, of a skirmish force. Yeah. And because all your models have the option to go two-handed as well, even tough armies like dwarves are going to struggle to try and make any inroads on them. It's it's so interesting how one troop type can have an answer for almost everything. I think it's similar to some of the other troop types that have come out of The Hobbit, which have a lot of uh, options in them. Yeah. So something like the Grimhammer, the strength is in the, the flexibility. Hunter and I think orcs. that's what the Glaive is. The Hunter Orcs, yeah. You General get weapons, just lots of different bows. options. But I think yeah. more so that one individual model has so many different choices to go single-handed, to go to go double-handed, to go extra attacks, to go all the stuff that the Glaive does well, I think is really the strength in that list. And, and it's almost that one weapon that makes that troop type. Yeah, for Agreed. sure. Agreed. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on to the last list, shall we, Jeremy? Okay. Tough act to follow, but I think I've done it. I have started with the big Tharendwil, the king of the Woodland Realm, on horse, although I'm going to change that. Instead of having on a horse, I'm going to go for on stag because I think there's some fantastic conversions out there on stag. I think I'm going to go for the stag. I think I can live with this. Yep. So I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for enough. the stag. So I think I get bonus points for that. With him, are uh, eight of his personal Merkwood cavalry. So a solid. I like these ones because they're unlike the other elf cavalry. They're not worried about shooting. They're a fully frontal attack force. They're going to go all out there, and they're they're quite budget priced for elf cavalry. Sixteen points a pop is quite decent. You can get a lot of them. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. Yep. And then backing them up is four Merkwood elves with Matt's favourite weapon, the glaive. Oh, glaives! So these guys are basically to guard the flank of the cavalry. If I'm on the defensive, I'll probably skirmish them in front of the cavalry, and I can shield if people are going to take on my cavalry, and the cavalry can skirt around the side afterwards. If I'm on the attack, I can use them as basically spear support for the cavalry. So there's a bit of flexibility there in that one warband, but it's a very heavy-hitting warband. And the the King of the Woodland Realm gives a banner effect to those Merkwood Cavalry. Do you know, I didn't even know that. I'd never noticed that rule before. Yeah, that's so that's, fantastic. that's one of the, the strengths. So you want yeah. them with the King. Matt, if you were just a little bit closer, I would be slapping you across the face. Oh, right well, right I deserve it too. Yep. Yeah. Then my next warband is a Palace Guard Captain, which has some synergy with Tharanduil as well with the extra fight Please value. tell me he has the spear. No, no spear. Oh, wasted opportunity. No, no. I, I'm, I'm thinking even more as a guy that just goes in and just 
gets in the way of things and be is annoying there. So I haven't given the spear. How much is the spear? Five points? One, One point. One point. I think I might have the points for the spear. Let me just yeah, quickly check. <laughs> yes, I'm one point short. Let's put the spear in. <laughs> list change here. You have a live list change, which is exciting for the Green Dragon because normally we have such finely crafted lists that are absolutely... No, it's five points. Is it? It's one point. Is it? It says it in the book. Check it up. We need a, we need a rules check while I keep reading here. Anyway, my, that warband, which may or may not have a palace guard captain with a spear, has six Mercodals with bows. So a bit of a bow contingent there. One Merkwood Elf with Glaive, who's also going to be modelled to have a quiver with some extra bows. This is one point. Is that a one point? Am it's I reading that point. correctly? It's one, point. it's one point. You're going to have to pick me off the ground. I'm shocked. One point. I think well, all heroes have always had spears for one point. No. Halbrad gets it for That's one point. Really, yeah. Harad Kings, Kings get it for one point. Dunedain get it for one point. You can tell how much I play points, Magic Games. <laughs> This is pretty good. I'm going to take that. Okay, done. Palace Guard Captain with Spear. Then I've got, I've already said this, six Mirkwood Elves with Bows, one Mirkwood Elf with Glaive. And he's going to be basically reloading the bowmen. So he's going to walk behind them. He's going to give them extra arrows. So he's going to pass them on to them. And then when they come in, he'll do a nasty spear support there. I also have four Palace Guard with Spear and Shield. And this is my go-to wall off an area warband. So when I need to guard a little tight area, I can just throw these guys and shield and just rely on their defense to just make something kill them slowly. And I've also got, to add extra flexibility to my force, a palace guard with banner, spear, and shield. So I've taken the banner here, which means I've got essentially two banner effects across my force. Uh, they don't stack, I don't believe, but it means that I can give a banner roll to Tharendwil if I go behind them. I can give banner rolls to the Glaive models if I need them. If I, my force is tight, I've got basically rerolls on everyone. If my force is spread out, I've got two separate reroll effects, which is useful as well. That's a bodyguard banner as well. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, the bodyguard and the palace guard is really handy for, for just staying around and also for throwing some cheeky charges on terror-causing yeah. models. People think it's underrated, but... When you have spectres, multiple spectres in opposing army, ring race, bodyguard is better than you. Well, to be able to put a wall of four of them in a gap and just say you're not moving them through any terror effects, and if I want to charge or whatever, I've got full control over them, it's fantastic. And if I break, they're not going to run away. Yeah. Yeah, they can yep. sit on objectives. I will stay here. Yeah. I will project this gap from yep. you getting to the objective. Then I have the, the new Legless as well. So Legless on a horse of Orcris, because I'm going for a bit of a cavalry theme with this one. So Tharendul on a horse, eight of the Merkwood Cav, and then Legless. So I've got two heroes potentially going out with the horse combat mainly. Legless can do his shooting because he has four Merkwood Rangers with him. So if I need to win the archery battle, I've got the four Merkwood Rangers, I've got Legless and six Merkwood Elves with bows. But I envision, envision this as mainly a opportunistic combat force where I'm going to use the maneuverability of the horses to duke around a little bit, maybe have a bit of a firebase going, and then really hit everything on one flank intensely, push them all in, and then almost consider calling a move to run away. So being that, that hit-and-run type force, it can't do that forever, but I think with Legless, Tharendwil, the Merkle Cav, I'm actually confident of killing almost anything in the game. Elven Blades on them, it's a pretty tough, tough-looking little force. Only 31 models, but I think with, with a cavalry army, with elves, you can survive with that many models. It's not the end of the world. I love that you say only 31, because just after coming from my list, it, it just doesn't seem like that many, does it really? No, it doesn't. It's probably, honestly, it's probably about 
six or seven lower than I would be comfortable running with valves. But I ran the the similar to Kylie's list, and I was absolutely convinced that it didn't have enough models in there. And when I played it, it had plenty of models. So I have a feeling this one might be similar. When we actually put it down on the table, I find that I have enough. Legless is a fantastic character. I think the Tharendwil on the, the stag is going to be incredibly lethal. And then if I have to dismount him, he loses basically his movement, but not a lot of his effectiveness in combat. So I can maneuver him around, get him to where I want to be, and then I'm actually reasonably comfortable to have him and the Palace Guard Captain on the ground doing some serious damage. The horse is almost a delivery system for him. Or I should say, the stag is almost like just a delivery system. I still think it's worth it, because you can always dismount, but having that extra flexibility to be able to run around, and considering the ban effects there as well, it's important if I want to go that opportunistic cavalry charge that I have him on the stag to, to really run down the enemy. So that's my list. Yeah, what stands out for me there is the Cavalry Corps. Just so hard hitting with the banner effect. Having played Imrahil with the Lamoth Knights, do not underestimate Cavalry with banner effects. Oh, yes. Are they Woodland Creature Cavalry? They are, aren't yeah. they? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's fantastic because being able to sit behind a forest and charge through it can really increase the movement. Yeah, what I like doing is if there's a nice forest in your opponent's deployment zone, you march into the forest, then they don't have the move speed to get walk into oh, the forest yeah. and catch you then you can just zip around the corner again and hit them from the back while your army hits them from the front. Yeah, so you've got to hide them in the forest, separate them all out, and then sort of coordinate a charge so they all come out of the forest and to one point in the forest could be really, really nasty. So I think they're good models. I think they're fantastic looking models. Unfortunately, there's only two of them, so I think I might have to get a little bit clever with the legs of the horses and things and yeah. just vary them a bit. But I'm really looking forward to putting this, this troop type together. So I've based my army around it. I thought about doing a whole warband of 12, but I think I need the, at 750, the, the actual infantry to back it up because they do one job and they do it very well, but that's all they do. They just hit in combat yeah. and make sure they win the combat, knock things down, kill them, and then not much else. They don't do any of the shooting. They don't do any throwing weapons or anything sneaky like that. All right, so that's the three lists. So I guess we'll move right along to the voting now, I'm going to vote first, and I am really torn between these two lists. I've already seen what Kylie's list can do. I've seen how powerful it is, and it is a super nasty list with that mix of Palace Guard and uh, Mirkwood Rangers. However, Jeremy's list, that cavalry core for me, all those mounted models with the woodland creature, with the banner effect, I'm going to have to go with that one. There's a concern about the model count, but that... Cavalry contingent just sounds amazing to me. So that's my vote. I am also going to vote. And the person I'm going to vote for, I I really want to vote for Kyler's list, but I think it's one that I've done before. And I think a lot of people have done it before. So it's not a surprise. Matt's one came totally out of left field and really did surprise me that amount of glaives and the amount of models. So in the hope that Matt gets a vote for this, so he has to actually do the army, I am going to vote for Matt. And this is a legally binding contract. So if you actually win this, Matt, which you, I don't think you've won before. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But oh, I've won before. You may or may not know that you are actually required to paint every one of the models <laughs> to your best of your abilities and play this at multiple tournaments in a year. So my vote goes for Matt. All right. Well, you've clearly given me a very difficult decision to make. I'll be honest. Matt, your army is a gimmick. A bit of a gimmick. It's a good gimmick, don't get me wrong, it's but it's a gimmick. It's the best gimmick. It's so, slaves. So you can thank me, your bank account can thank me later oh, when you don't goodness. have to buy them all. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> Wait a second. Jeremy, I'm Can giving... we pause the episode? What's Jeremy's tried to rig this vote so that I have to make this army, and Kylie is having none of it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeremy, but my vote's going to yours. 
you've you sold you sold me with the calf. Yeah. I absolutely love calf, especially how good's the stag gonna look? Oh, it's gonna, gonna look awesome. fantastic. So I'm actually like... tempted to go ahead and buy Thranduil and stag and a contingent of calf now for my own army. How many army really musters have you won now? That how many armies do you have to make? I'm pretty much making them all, but that's all right. I'm planning to make them all anyway. It's almost a given that when I come into an army that with all the points match experience and my love for that side of the game, that I am going to, to come out with a win for it. The sarcasm is real. Absolutely it is. Spear on the palace guard, Captain. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, One th- point, Jeremy. Only one point. One point. I'm going to take three. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Green Dragon. And remember, as always, traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.